0: Live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Sry end effect when some people on Facebook picked a fight with me and really learned that, you know, I may not have graduated college, but I know how logic works. It's like dominoes, man. It's like dominoes. <laughs>
1: not not the pizza. Because you, you don't you don't you don't do dominoes pizza. Dude, you sound like a genius. You should run for presidency. (sighs) Part of
0: this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Trouble all over the place. You can find me under that name pretty much anywhere s-h-u-j-i-n and for those of you that are watching right now uh and i know that we've got a couple of uh, new folks watching uh please forgive me i'm having a, a little bit of a problem with one of my contact lenses that uh, just started happening just uh, like uh, two minutes before we got started with the show so um i'm i'm hoping i'm gonna stay okay i've got some some more uh drops just in case i need them so we'll see how this plays out let's drop go ahead like and get. Hot, sorry
1: drop it like it's hot
0: uh i don't like that idea hot stuff in the eyes is not a good idea we'll talk about that maybe another time we're not going to talk about that let me go to introduce you to everybody starting top left hand corner of the actually warmer part of the bingo card right now up there in calgary good evening dalen good evening from the midwest of the u.s where it's uh, cold good evening bridget good evening from just south of me into Pittsburgh, where it is colder.
2: Good morning, Joey. I'm afraid the situation here has not improved. I've got another inch of ice on my on my window on the inside. That's Ew. not pretty.
0: Look at it Ew. this way: that's that's insulation. Now think of it that way.
2: <laughs> well, I'd like it to be. Well, it you see, I also had to open one of my windows that's that's a problem right there i will explain after opening it is one thing
3: but will you be able to close it afterwards
0: let's not tip the fates and from wow. just outside of just outside of dc where apparently very bigly iqs are available out there <laughs> good morning on renode tech
1: and welcome back hi there it's only negative 11c here it's fine
0: yeah negative 11c over there Bigly intellectuals are
4: bigly intelligent
3: um, okay, is this some kind of untapped
0: resource that I haven't heard of yet
2: yeah. i i tell look, I tell you it's huge <laughs> it's
1: huge
0: it is quite quite very much so and um for right. those of you that are wondering about uh, about the weather, yes, we talk about the weather every once in a while. And, yes, we use real numbers, which means Celsius. So if you need to go ahead and uh, pull out your calculator to figure out what it is, you don't bother. Because uh, Celsius, negative Celsius is just burr. The number after the negative at that point is just the degree of burr. well, Well, okay. Let me clarify this a little Depending bit. The, it, well, there, there is that. There, there's altitude.
3: There's air pressure. There's a lot of things. But as the token metric user on the show tonight so far,
4: because uh-huh.
3: uh, it appears my my East Coast counterpart, we as well as uh, yeah, as well as our other friend uh, from across the pond is not here yet. Let me clarify. Single digits below zero is a little burr. It's it's kind of you know. It's you, fun time. You, you might want to wear a jacket. You know, like you just and- get a jacket so
1: you don't get a cold. Well, it's not just that. It's also watch out for ice. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, low double-digit numbers below zero, like I'd say 10 to 15. Yeah you're, starting, yeah, you're starting getting into burr. You're starting getting into, you know, might want to wear a hat. Um, might not want to be out for very long, especially at night uh, because, you know, freeze. Uh, once you get below minus 15, then it starts to get into, you know, grumbling, complaining territory. Now, I I myself personally do have a hard and fast rule. At 25 below, anything below that doesn't freaking
0: matter. It's true. It's true. By the way, this, of course, coming from the guy where right now it's negative one Celsius. Yeah. So you see, I
3: I could. Yeah. and, And the funny thing is, it's actually it's 10 p.m. my time as well. So,
0: yes, inordinately warm. I've got windows open right now well yeah comparatively uh no no not not yet not yet bridget um okay where where heretic woman is and and she's moving stuff around so she may not join us but she's got the option uh it's uh, minus 23 celsius in kitchener okay. yeah um paris right now is positive 7 so you know, mm-hmm. good on them uh tech according to this dc is at minus 10
1: but I'm right next to the water, so we catch that breeze, and, oh. and that minus 10 f- for us can, in just a matter of minutes, become a minus 15 to minus 20. And the other uh, – what was it? Was it Friday or Thursday night? I can't remember. Um, we had wind chill factor down here that was knocking at almost 10 off of what already was down. We were down. So, I mean, it was – yeah. Dallin would have buttoned up.
3: Oh, no, no. And I'm not saying it wouldn't. Believe me, I have a friend um, um, who used to live in Michigan, uh, very close to the water, like to Lake Michigan, actually. And uh, yeah, she used to tell me about some of the uh, winters that would come off those lakes. And yeah, it was brutal. So, 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 Tech, I fully sympathize and understand. And also as someone who came from a place that had a lot of lakes, I feel your pain. Yeah. By the way, to us,
4: minus 11 here now and it was minus 17 so we have warmed up some yeah and, yeah, that that's would actually... this and not freedom units yeah the... <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wow. I okay I can't say I've heard that one before yeah I've uh... heard of, I've heard of freedom fries freedom this freedom that never freedom <laughs> to never free what did you call it freedom
4: freedom units
3: freedom units <laughs> For Fahrenheit, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I just got to know. Like, is that a is that something someone locally came up with, or is this yet some uh, fox news wannabe who put this together?
4: It's it's a new thing. Uh, I didn't yeah. I didn't come up with it, but I heard it. I thought it was kind of funny.
0: Yeah, Joey, uh, you you just went ahead and said that uh, right now for you over there in Pittsburgh, it's what um,
2: the record lowest temperature ever recorded in Pittsburgh. Back to back to the date of 1871 was January 19th, 1994, when the temperature hit a low of 22 degrees below zero Celsius. And you're sitting at minus it's, 18 right now. It's minus 18 right now. Yeah, um, that that's getting into the uh... now. To to describe how this is affecting my life. Um, yeah, uh, Shujin, you've seen my duster. Yeah, I'm wearing that plus another jacket underneath, plus a layer of uh, a, a sweater, plus a layer of uh, uh well, freaking now the name is um Stuff. polyprop polypropylene. Okay, and a T-shirt under that. Plus, my skivvies and a layer of polypropylene uh, long johns over a pair of uh, or underneath a pair of denim jeans, underneath a pair of corduroys. Yeah. Okay. I'm starting to feel that there's a uh, there's
3: yet another new song coming up. Uh, the 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 even more creepier version of Baby, It's Cold Inside.
2: <laughs> and well, this is when I'm going out. Because the last week or so, I've had to walk everywhere
4: uh,
2: because the battery is dead. Possibly the alternator, but I've got the battery hooked up to a trickle charge. The problem is, it's a side post battery. Uh, it's all kinds of fun to do those. I remember those days. So I've got them clipped in such a way that, you know, a corner of the clip, the one with the wire, is touching. The threading on the inside of the hole. I'm not sure if there's enough metal contact for there to be a charge. Mm-hmm. Trying it out, and if it works, great. If not, I have to walk all the way to the hardware store. Which nearest hard store hardware store to me right now? Um, Just quickly. Like, i know i know it's a walk all right how's that probably about three hours walking
0: yeah <laughs> we're not no we're, we're, not, we're not we're not we're not anyway and to uh to uh to flesh this all out so to speak where i live outside of buffalo uh in the ski country of buffalo which is very happy to have snow again uh it is currently minus 19 celsius And for those of you that are aware, we like to pick on a little place that we like to call Yellowknife. Yellowknife is currently sitting at minus 12. Yellowknife, where normally this time of season, we should be measuring it as negative 40, and it doesn't matter which scale, because it's the same at that point. They're at minus 12. They have a heat wave, by comparison.
3: Yeah, Yellowknife is actually one of those few places that actually has its own dialect. Like you know, you go to you go to countries like Norway, where quite literally each town, because it's so uh, isolated, kind of develops its own dialect, it, it its own variation on the theme of the core language. Yeah, it
0: surprised me entirely.
3: <clears throat> yeah, well, you see, like like here in Canada, we've got uh, well, we've got English, we've got French, sort of. If you well, yeah, if you can call it that. Uh, if uh, if Joseph was here, he'd be. Uh, well, he'd be tittering patronizingly. that that is not French. Um, we have we we have Nuffy, which is kind of like um, what Michiganders would call upers, hmm. uh, kind of the same thing. Uh, but up in Yellowknife, we have this, <laughs> which is because everybody has a fricking scarf over their face. So Charlie Brownisms. Yeah, how they're going to communicate now that it's uh, so freaking warm, comparatively speaking.
2: This
0: ought to be good. Chances (laughs) are probably going to sound like Brooklynites or something.
2: Here's the beautiful thing in my situation. I don't have a proper winter hat. That's www.gofundme.com slash get Joey a hat. I have have a fleece scarf, and I have the the sort of wide-brim, almost Indiana Jones-ish fedora yeah, that ain't gonna do shit yeah, for The me. outdoorsy kind of thing. So what I've been doing is just draping my scarf over my head, wrapping it around, and then putting the hat over on top of that. Of course, that doesn't cover everything. So I broke out my shemesh. Uh, I can never pronounce the word correctly. My 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 Farsi is quite bad. Um, shemesh. I, I I want to say, but of not. The, the 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 little checkered, uh, Arabic style scarf with the little. Tassels, gotcha. Okay, that I got in Iraq, and I have been using. And I got a. I have to say, for uh, for like sheep's handmade hand spun sheep's wool, it's pretty damn good. I mean, it works. So I shouldn't be trying to uh, to send you a couple of toques or something right now. Ella,
0: j- j- yes, send him everything. <laughs>
4: Right. Is, the, is this the part where we get to call you out for cultural appropriation?
2: <laughs> well, that's the thing. Oh. As, as, a neighbor, as a neighbor saw me going out, once put it, um, you look somewhere between Tombstone and uh, Baghdad right now. I'm not sure how to react to that. Well, as long but as they give the guy gone, a couple quick
1: okay. he'll be fine.
3: Yeah, (laughs) let's say as long as they didn't pull a gun on you and start yelling, you know, terrorist. I I think you're okay.
2: Yeah, I I I think the very definitely Western style hat and duster probably deals with that quite well. Let's go with that.
0: Anyway, so everybody, uh, as you might remember from uh, from previous show, yes, I'm gonna put the glasses on because (sighs) my eyes are a little dried out. Dude, quit. Quit knocking the glasses. You're making the rest of us look bad. Yeah. Well, look, look, it's we've got two choices. I can either put these reading glasses on, which are adequate while I've got my contacts on, or I can put my sunglasses on because they're script, and I take the contacts out. And truly, we don't need me to be looking like that at this point. No, so I'm
2: just saying, quit that, knocking. Don't worry about it. There is one thing I would like to say. I know somewhere there's an Eskimo calling me a little pansy for bundling up so much. My first question to you is, who's your ISP? And two, um, you have to understand something. I have a complete inability to retain body heat. We found this out uh, during my hospital stay. Uh, a few uh, just about a year and uh, some change back but yes i have i have very terrible body temperature regulation so i lose heat very
4: quickly okay that's kind of dangerous
2: yes it is so for those
0: of you that are watching live of course thank you very much please take advantage of the live chat system i know full well that a number of you are over there so uh trippin um sorry i'm trying to i'm trying to blink and get my uh, my reading over here uh trippin i love sora hi uh stephanie good to see you and uh right now that's it and that's cool thank you very much uh harry dick woman may be joining us a little bit later working on some stuff uh joseph might be asleep and that's okay so Joseph, if you, if you're watching or listening after the fact, don't worry about it, man. You know, you, you, you sleep in, that's fine. We might get a surprise guest. I put, uh, I put a, a, word out to somebody and let them know that, uh, this might be a topic right up your alley. So we may, we may not, I'm not going to announce names because I don't know if they will show up or not, but we'll see. Um, and, uh, I, I think I might be starting, uh, I don't know if one week or two week uh, starts a, a new thing but uh, I actually picked up uh, Sapporo which I have never had. Uh, see, uh I don't like beer as as a general rule, so I decided that while we were out at uh, Wegmans and picking up some stuff that I will try a beer here and there and and try a one-off because I actually wanted to get a one-off Guinness, but there is no such. And I'm thinking I might need to actually go to a pub to get a a real just to try because I figured I got nothing to lose by trying. If I like it, okay. Then I find that that I I like a social drink. And if not, well, and to be fair, I chilled it by having the little one put it just on the front stoop. Uh, about a half an hour an hour before we came on so it's it's cold i don't know if it's supposed to be cold when you drink it but you know what it's cold so salute. So we we'll see how this plays out anyway um so the uh the crew now knows who it is that i asked to join us because they would know a little bit about this particular topic yeah now I do not know if they will show up. We're not going to, we're not going to have them called out or anything. So we will say if they show up. great, if they don't, whatever, don't worry about it. So let me go ahead and get everything started over here because we're, uh, we're way behind because I did not expect this, but anyway, so with five minutes on the clock, your five minute freestyle starts right now. How are atheists made now? uh, You guys who have uh, read the show notes over previous successive things know that usually I try to make it one word, maybe two to kind of sum it up. I didn't have uh, a single word or even two words to kind of put this one because uh, I put the I I put the link into the show notes as far as to what prompted this. Somebody had uh, gone ahead and uh, linked to this particular news article. And it was about, and th- some people had questioned the veracity about this one because this one actually dates back uh, a while. And some people were just like, well, why are we only just hearing about this now? And it's like, this kind of thing pops up every once in a while, but you don't hear about it because it's it doesn't bleed, so it doesn't lead. Where Buffalo Wild Wing server got... Written on their on their uh, on their on their uh, receipt, can't tip someone who doesn't love Jesus because they had a rainbow equals sign tattooed on their arm and didn't want to give them a tip because, well, you know, you ain't God loving and you're lesbian, so you know, um, whatever. How much truth is there to this particular news article? Why I, did, I didn't I didn't verify it terribly far because I. I've heard about these where people are basically dicks to th- the servers for no other reason other than they can. And they can get away with it because what are you going to do? A gratuity is, well, you know, you don't have to do it. It's nice, but you don't have to do it. There is a whole other uh, economics thing involved in all that, but, um, We'll say the economics thing for another day and what qualifies as a living wage when you're relying on tips. Again, that's another thing for another day. But what got this to me was the person who had posted this had said, and and I quote, so-called Christians like this are why people become atheists. And I was not having that. I was not having that. I normally do not script out what I'm going to write. And I did not script out what I was going to say. But I decided that I was going to read for you verbatim my reply. And I want you to think about this one. My reply is this. And I quote. No. People like this are why people will change from one Christian denomination or church to another or shame those responsible to do the same. I'm going to pause here a second. How many times have we heard of Christians of various different denominations who will say that they went from whatever church they were in and decided they didn't like the way that it was being taught to them or how the speaker was speaking, and they decided that they would investigate other churches and go across town maybe they go from one roman catholic church to another maybe from a roman catholic to an orthodox catholic or maybe they went from a a a presbyterian to a baptist because they liked the way that it sounded differently because they liked the way that it sounded as opposed to what they were being talked to before like that makes any sense but i continue quote This has literally nothing to do with creating atheists. If it did, the entire congregations of Peter Popoff. Exposed as a fraud. Jimmy Swaggart. Exposed as using prostitutes on multiple occasions. Creflo Dollar, who begged his congregation for $60 million for a new private jet to replace one that got damaged. Virtually all of the Roman Catholic Church, who's been showed to be harboring fugitives from justice regarding child rape, would all be atheists today. Being a dick? has nothing to do with making atheists. It has nothing to do with telling people you shouldn't be an atheist or you shouldn't be a Christian or you're giving them a bad name. Nah, man. You want to know what makes atheists? When people actually say, please prove it. Two words. That's what it takes to make an atheist. Just a simple challenge. Prove it. This episode 195 on the docket, your honor. Social anxiety. Now, Dallin, uh, this topic is something that you had kind of posed to us uh, before. So... I'm going I'm to kind of throw it back over to you for just kind of to kind of sum up for us effectively what, what we're going to end up talking about. Oh, wow. Put me on the spot. Why don't you? Well, you're, you're <laughs> the one who suggested it. I uh, mean, you basically understand what it is that we're going to be talking
3: about. Yeah, I kind of get the feeling. Um, and I think actually um, this is probably the best place, the, the best kind of forum or venue to talk about it. Uh, Hopefully I got this one right. I've I've thrown a lot of suggestions at you in the past. Okay. There's five of us here tonight. Avid talkers, most of us. Um, I I tend to talk a lot because I don't know. (laughs) Lord knows I don't like the sound of my own voice, but that's another story entirely. Um, Yeah, but we also have people over in the chat um, talking. We have... We have a lot of people that are tuned in and communicating, not just here, but in, but in other things we do things like the Friday night show on second life, your shows on Wednesdays and Thursdays, uh, my show, whenever the stream connects on Sundays and it's great. We, we have that layer of, I won't say anonymity, but I will say, um, th- there is an insulation. We can turn it off. We can walk away And, you know, if if something's getting too heavy or something's getting a little bit too awkward, we can just step away from it. You know, consequences be damned. Yeah, semi-public, semi-anonymous. And that allows you to, or what I've noticed anyways in, in my life is that it allows people to really let their guard down. You know, um, granted it does get a little extreme in some cases, um, we have um 4chan, we have shit posting, we have edge lords and shit lords on YouTube. Um, you know, we, all all these people who realize that you know they, they can get away with this stuff consequence-free, more or less. But it's amazing the um the complete 180 that some people go through or that some people have. When it's no longer a webcam and a monitor, when you're not hearing with headphones, but you're actually listening to the guy actually talk in front of you face-to-face, like actual physical uh, meeting in meet space, basically. And it, it, it's amazing to watch these edgy, overconfident, hyperbolic, um, well-spoken individuals suddenly turn into a bunch of drooling, stuttering idiots when they actually have to meet with you face to face, because now suddenly you can't just turn them off. there's no more, um, suddenly there is a consequence. If you start to walk away, you go like, yeah, that guy actually is a dick, you know? Um, and you ever notice you're on the phone with somebody, uh, could be very polite, that kind of stuff. You have good conversation, but then you get out into the real world and you have a similar conversation with, you know, um, a customer service rep so yeah, and you fall apart or you're in a chat room. You have no problem saying whatever you want. You get out of your car. Uh, you're on your way to somewhere. And there's somebody standing in front of the door to the store that you want to go into. And you actually have a momentary impulse where you don't want to go into that store because you actually don't want to get near that person. And it, it could be for no reason at all. Like, I mean, it, it, the guy doesn't look, the person doesn't look like a thug, doesn't look like they're aggressive. You just assume not deal with it. I, I think that's kind of where I'm, where I was going with it, where I was going with this. Blah,
0: blah. It's okay. Um, there's a, there's a lot of different pieces about that. And there is also, Uh, There's also the uh, the social consequences of once you're out of let's not call it let's not call it cults tonight. All right, let's let's just completely leave that aside. You get out of whatever religious indoctrination and then what ends up happening because there's a lot of fallout that happens. And unfortunately, we're going to hit part of that because there's familial stuff, too, Mm -hmm. which is sad beyond you wouldn't believe. Anyway, so just before we get rolling, um as usual, I would, you know, talk with uh with a heretic woman about this one, but since she is otherwise busy right now. I did go looking. Uh I did tell Bridget that uh just before uh, we started the show the excuse me, the uh only information I was able to come up with uh regarding Reef Badawi was stuff that was kind of tangentially related. Uh I saw a lot of uh, foreign uh, foreign, uh, news traffic that was specifically talking about, uh, Charlie Hebdo and Rafe Badawi was kind of like, kind of woven in because, well, he kind of is. So unfortunately right now I have no new news, which as we've said before is much more the norm than not. However, as of the recording of tonight's show, it is now, Five years, six months, 21 days since Raif Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our thoughts and our hopes are still with you and your family. We're waiting for you. So, we are, we are for the most part, pretty, pretty much going to tell you to your face, if you were to ask us, that we are atheists. Uh, in Tech's case, he will go as far as to say that he is an anti-theist. Uh, I'm that that is that is correct, right? I mean you would you would qualify for my
1: I have my moments where I have very strong inclination for anti-theism, uh just because I see, you know, uh, there there's always something being done where somebody's being repressed or downtrodden upon and using uh and religion is being Used to validate that behavior. Um, but sometimes you see it in the news in like large groups, all kind of happening, you know, like, uh, you know, it comes in peaks and valleys and such. And so it's peaking and it's like really, really a lot of it all getting on you. It's like just get rid of all of it, you know, because it's it's hitting you like an avalanche. You're looking at all this going, you know, if, if we just got rid of religion and dogmatic practices like this, some of this would go away. Not all of it, you know, not all of it is religion's fault. Religion is a really good uh system to validate people's mistreatment of others. To paraphrase
3: George Carlin, it's all BS and it's bad for you. Yep.
0: So that being the case, I wanted to get that out there to make sure that for those of you that might be new to the whole damn thing, I want you to remember that We come from the position of, well, we we would like to think skepticism. And I I say it that way because we try. We try very hard to be skeptics about pretty much any and everything. Doesn't always work because, you know, you you get caught sometimes. It it happens. But we, we try. And because of that, we are, for the most part, atheists. We do not believe that there is a god or, more appropriately, we have not been demonstrated to date that such a being exists.
1: Yeah. Now, and, and, you know, we're not that much different from Christians. Right. One we don't Christian in denomination. Other gods. Yeah. You know, I don't, you don't believe in the Thor or any of those ones. So we just believe in one less than they do. Which is the, the old trope.
0: Now, uh...
1: I'm saying that, and
0: I'm, I'm kind of whitewashing a, a little bit, which is very unusual for me to do, but uh, like I said, because we do have some new folks, I wanted to make sure that everybody's under, uh, everybody understands, and we're all on the same page, because it's new year, new, new people, that what we do, why we talk through, is not because we're trying to tell somebody who might still be a believer that they're dumb. Not by long shot. We will, we will not tell you that, and we will not think that. We will, however, challenge ideas, and that's why I wanted to make sure that I got this out right off the bat. Please, if you are new to this and you might take some kind of offense to how we talk about things, please remember, we are talking about ideas, not individual people. And if you have something that you want us to you know, kind of talk through, please, by all means, Take advantage of the chat while we're live. Uh, if you want a live tweet, uh, I do have that up. If you want to take advantage of typing over on the Discord side, I've got that up on the screen. As a matter of fact, I, uh, I do see that uh, uh, TDTF pod just uh, sent something through. And unfortunately, I can't read the whole article because I'm talking and I can't do that. I, I'm not that good anymore. But um, that's uh, that's interesting. Uh, cross-posted from Hemet Meta, Christian congressman, God forgave me for sleeping with patients paying for abortions. Uh, Now, uh, I want you to know something. Of
4: course he did.
0: Mm -hmm. I want you to know something. Bridget and I have been in discussion about uh, a, a, a medical show that is going to happen. Is going to happen. So, let's not get me riled up about abortion and such today let's really not do that let's really not do that okay (laughs) just warning you because um yeah she she will tell you um i'm i i said on many many times i'm on board because i'm 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 as right royally pissed as everybody else so let me uh let me let me start off with uh with a piece about this whole thing And it's also the reason why I wanted to put the, I wanted to put the milk toasty opening out there. We get attacked. And I'm, I'm saying this very carefully again, and, 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 and some people may not understand where I'm coming from. We meaning typically atheists and get attacked. Usually it is not physical. Usually it is far and away more insidious. Usually. It will be in the form of social pariahs. That we will be blank we will be clad in the blanket of you goddamned uh godless heathen scum, uh militant atheist, uh whatever one gets lumped in with Maoists. Uh, we also get called pedophiles. Pedophiles, uh, Satan worshippers. Mm-hmm. Satan worshippers, right? Which, by the way, that's that one's so ironic; it's not even funny. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, a couple a couple a while ago, we had somebody on from the Satanic Temple, and wow, was that an eye opening experience for a lot oh, of people. I that wish I'd cute. been. I, I wish I'd been here for that one. That
3: oh god, that must have been fun.
0: It, it was. It was. Um, if you want to go looking for that, wouldn't it was uh, seven, seven divided by ten, or uh, okay, seven into ten, or ten into seven. I, I forget exactly yeah, the yeah, name. I, was, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, we we had a good time with that one. But um, there is a there is a huge ignorance about who atheists are, what they do, um, what their actual uh, agenda for taking over the world is. And uh, I, I may—I don't have anybody in the driveway right now, so I can get away with this. If anybody sees a, a, a laser pointer behind me, uh, hitting my head, let me know. Uh, here, here is the um, uh, here is the, the atheist plan for taking over the world. We're not gonna.
2: So there, secrets well, out. We're not gonna. I mean. My plan has absolutely nothing to do with atheism and everything to do with thermonuclear detonations, but that's just me. Well,
0: there's a, there's apparently a number of people who are talking about that right now. And by the way, Twitter. Yeah. Thanks guys. Thanks. For those of you that don't know, Twitter basically said, well, we, uh, we allow a platform for people who are very significant. So, uh, we're not going to uh, turn off the accounts, even though they're threatening, uh, global genocide because,
3: uh, because uh, if it bleeds, it leads.
0: <sighs> Ain't that the case? Yeah. Um,
3: you know, I, I hate to sound like a twipster here, but I'm going to, um, I've been on Twitter almost since it was since the actual program started and it was actually a, uh, the, the test pilots for Twitter were authors and podcasters, basically content creators. And it was just a way that we would, it was a quick way for us to keep in contact with, you know, our favorite authors and favorite podcast personalities, uh, announce when new episodes were coming up, um, be able to click links. And then like so many things, it went mainstream.
1: Now, to
3: be fair, applications and platforms like that do need to go mainstream. They have to get to the public reach if they want to stay in business. You know, I mean, it, it costs money to run stuff like this so unfortunately you have to open it up to the masses and I'm not trying to sound like an elitist here by any stretch of the imagination, but as soon as you do something like that, you open shit up to the masses like that. The dumb factor is going to come in like an avalanche.
0: You don't know, hold, hold right there. Hold right there because you, you, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but you're going to see that I'm actually doing a good thing. Mm-hmm. Opening it up, has made it possible for a lot of people to go ahead and say, look at me. Case in point, how many of the highly religious have gone ahead and gotten their word out there? I'm specifically thinking of groups like Answers and Genesis. Ooh, I agree. And the thing of it is, we get the opportunity to see just how positively inane they are and we in the skeptic community will call them out on it and then we will get bad-mouthed because we went ahead and we said look i found out that you're wrong and you're continuing to propagate something that is known to be wrong i don't want to call it a lie but you're making it really hard for me not to Yeah.
3: And actually, um, I think Joseph would have a few things to say about that too, about, um, like the way he he always talks about, you know, the, the absence of, of critical thought in mass populations, you know, they, they look to the leader and it's the leader that says what is, what should be and what shall be, what is the law, et cetera, et cetera. And like you were saying about how so many people don't quite understand how atheists or what an atheist is. And so they throw every single pejorative buzzword they can at you, hoping and no pun intended, praying that something sticks, but they're doing it because they need to, they need to keep the fear going in their popu- in their, um, heard if you will
1: <clears throat> I, I, I second that sentiment because one of my favorite things to hear when uh, people find out that I'm an atheist is uh, but you're so nice mm-hmm.
3: and the the thing is is that they they have to keep it up because if if it' stopped if if people stopped fearing, what atheism is and actually took a look at it and saw like, wait a minute. So what you're telling me is that you've read the Bible, you've read the Quran, you've read the book of Mormon and you are actually in a position where you can tell me exactly what's in it and offer up these kinds of critiques. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Osteen, you're going to have to pay for your own dental surgery from now on. You know, it, it's that they, they, they thrive on the collective ignorance and the unwillingness for many people to actually learn. And this also kind of goes back to something I said about Lewis Black a few, uh, few shows ago. Where, I mean, Lewis Black, Black, he's a hell of a comedian. Um, the, the, the first Jewish alcoholic I ever met uh, or ever heard about. But one thing he talked about was that if the media had started to do like in depth studies or in depth documentaries on the origins of the Taliban, like I'm talking completely unbiased, facts only, you know, National Geographic, the hell out of this thing, so that people could understand why the Middle East hates the West so much. Like, where did that come from? If that had happened, you know, back around. You know, in late 2001, early 2002, I wonder how much support, um, going to bomb the living tea totally hell out of them. Uh, I wonder how much traction that would have had if people had been properly educated. I I mean, it still sucks that that this happened, but I mean, I mean, well, look at the the so-called Muslim ban, The, the countries that are involved in that you know, not even close to the ones that are the real hot button countries. The overall treatment of, of most, you know, of, of, of Muslim people. I mean, now I'm not one of these people that's going to start screaming, you know, Islamophobia, because that's bullshit. Okay. Let's just get right on and say that the reason people are so scared of it right now is because the news is constantly hitting people up with, Hey, look, an ISIS terrorist just, truck of peace to a whole bunch of people in Paris or did the same thing in this country, or there was the motorcycle of peace somewhere else. Like the the fear is what keeps people going. And it's what keeps the, the religious figureheads in power and in the black financially. And I think they're scared to death of losing that base, which is why they're baby killers, they're pedophiles, they're they're, they're putting water. They're they're putting stuff in the water to make the frogs gay. You know all that kind of stuff. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna latch on to them for a long time. <laughs> yeah, can't say I blame you. Um, and and uh, by the way, uh, TD, uh, yes, I am seeing the tweets come through. I'm not quite sure how to respond to them, but uh, I see them come through. Don't worry about that. Uh, fortunately, I turned off the. Uh, I've I've turned off my my phone's uh, bleepy. So uh, I don't have to hear it going off every couple of seconds. So good on me on that one. Uh, Joseph uh, has has said on many occasions that, uh, and and Dan was just referencing it that you know we've got so many people, no matter where they are, where they live, what uh, what economic strata, what country, it doesn't really much matter, but they just will not. They simply have abdicated, abdicate, abdicated. Fuck. Yep, abdicated. You got it. Abdicated. Uh, see, I'm, I'm. I don't normally use the word. It's not the, it's, it's not the beer that's talking. Because I'm, yeah, uh, not really liking this. Anyway, uh, they've basically abdicated their, uh, their reasoning skills, and they've basically said, okay, you tell me what's, what's right and what's wrong, and I'll just follow along. Sorry, I had a sneeze. Um, and uh, we try really hard to not in in some in some ways for us it, it's fun. Uh, I, I will say it. If you uh, if you go looking at the holy crap uh, Facebook page in the photo section, you will find rather rather lengthy conversations that I have screen from Facebook where I have gone ahead and I have. Gone through and well, dare I say, and I say this in all humility, eviscerated many people's poorly thought out arguments. And I, I say that not because I'm trying to trump myself up, forgive me for using the expression, but there have been so many, so many times where I have picked a fight with somebody, not to pick a fight, but just to say, look, I don't think you're quite right here and you're not quite right here and you're responding again and you're still not following through and you're not picking through. These are the facts of what's going on. And you're telling me that what, I mean, for some of us, that's fun, but socially we have to kind of deal with this from a a personal level. I mean, doing it online is one thing, but then you have to deal with things like, um, well, Kim Davis is a perfect example of of one of these people where we atheists have tried to do the right thing. Now in this particular case they were uh, for those that don't particularly remember it if you're listening from 3025 and by the way did we blow up the planet yet? I'm hoping not. Thanks. Uh, a couple of a couple of guys were looking to get married in Kentucky which was legal and Kim Davis basically said, "No, nah, you're not allowed to get married because it goes against my, uh, my religious proclivities." Uh, well, it, it's not that you can't; it's just that I'm not going to um, sign the paperwork, which is my duly sworn duty. Uh, so uh, you can't make me, even though it's my duty. And these were guys that were just like, "Just do your, you, you just do your job." What's wrong with this picture? Well, you know, I can't. P.S. You've been divorced how many times? That goes against Christianity too, doesn't it? I think I'm pretty sure. Hey,
1: I'm pretty sure. all I'm saying is when they locked her ass up, I would have loved to have seen if uh, seen it where she was being served her meals by a Muslim guard. Yeah, well, that would have been that would have been wonderful.
0: How much bacon would you like on your on your eggs today? Yeah, never mind. Uh, if
1: there's it's like can't can't serve the bacon because it's against Muslim religion.
0: Well, it's, it's a Christian religion too, but you guys don't think about that. Shellfish too, but again, another thing, another day. Yeah, Exactly. But I thought I, I thought the pork thing was strictly Jewish on
3: on that side of the uh, of the thing. Old Testament. So it
0: still carries Fair over for point. Christianity. Fair, point. Fair <laughs> point. I didn't think of that.
1: And don't forget, depending on what section of the New Testament you read. And interpretation, of course, because people love to say how everything's open for interpretation except for their interpretation, which is set in stone. Uh, Jesus didn't come down to change the old laws. But to validate them or something like that,
0: wasn't it? Yep. Now, here, here's the thing. Uh, the Atheist, uh, Atheist Republic uh, had a thing. That was saying, uh, how would you respond to this? And this is this is over in the uh, in the Twitter thing. So if you want to follow the uh, the, the Twitter feed that's going over to uh, Holy Crap TV, you can find out about this one. Uh, let's see what what was that? It said uh, Catherine Eric. Yeah, Eric. Ek, ek, sorry, Eckrich. My German is poor. I'm sorry. I should have been able to read that because. Long story. Anyway, uh, I beg your pardon, there's no evil whatsoever in the New Testament. No violence, no hate. Don't try to transfer Islamic evil onto Christians. Wait, wait for it. The New Testament is love, forgiveness, peace. Story of our Lord Jesus Christ. sovereignty and superiority is Islam again, not Christians.
1: <laughs>
0: Allah is Yahweh is the God of the Bible. It's all the same. It's all, it's, it's the Abrahamic God. Now, however, one of the people who had uh, responded to this entered back exactly right. They quoted chapter and verse. Matthew ten thirty four. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. Mm-hmm. Let's also remember that there is a section where Jesus supposedly says that uh, you are uh, to leave your parents, leave your family, uh, leave everything behind. And in order to join me, give away your money uh, and something about. Um, something about people that uh, that don't believe as 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 you do and, and leaving them more or. or running them through with a sword. I forget exactly what the thing yeah. is, but, but basically that kind of thing. And, and you
3: know, it, it's it's really funny. Um, I'm going to do a shameless plug here for uh, for Heretic Woman's new show, Full it. Quranic, Because I actually have caught up on all the episodes. And basically what it is with her is she is reading the Quran so that we don't have to. That, that's a tagline. But she has... Well, she's, she's about six episodes in and she's actually started doing the reading and I'm lost. Like she's going through it in, in sort of chronological order. Like the, the actual, if you were to go out and buy a Quran, the order of the surahs or the chapters is completely different than, well, it, it doesn't follow any kind of chronological timeline. So she's actually unpacked it. Uh, she found a place where it's read where where how it should be read in order in terms of when the revelations happened. The last episode I was listening to, what they were talking, uh, she was reciting a uh, surah seven, I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a fairly long one. There are references to Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Lot, the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, Adam and Eve. Now, maybe I'm losing a little bit in the – I I know Middle Eastern languages tend to be fairly uh, poetic Uh, if you translate them properly. No, this is something I actually took in a cultural studies course, uh, one of those humanities things I had to do to get my IT degree. Um, But their, their, their language tends to be very, like I said, poetic, very hyperbolic, flowery yeah a a lot of word salad you know Mm -hmm. um but even so like the um the 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 way the the stories were presented it's like so Allah's saying about oh yeah yeah you know that 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 thing in Genesis where where Noah like uh, had to survive and flood well no no that that wasn't Yahweh that was me
0: you know, well, it's it's not. I mean, it, well, it, it's it's not it's not false. I mean, kind of the same way that uh, President Trump uh, spoke with the president of uh, Puerto Rico some time mm-hmm. ago. But that's well, a whole
3: other thing. But but yeah, basically, it's a lot of uh, <laughs> we use the term earlier, a lot of appropriation. Um, the other really bad thing I found is that there's so much repetition like there there are three or four chapters that reference Noah each time and go hey and and are basically saying look see what i did to this guy here yeah that's why i'm awesome oh you need a refresher why i'm awesome yeah noah's flood you know that that kind of it's either i'm not drunk enough to to, to fully appreciate this the, the the quran or it really is written that badly oh <laughs> dude you, you can have i it. got you beat Apothic Inferno. Yeah, it's a red wine. It's a blended red wine that was aged in a whiskey barrel for sixty
0: days. Oh, I think you've talked about this. Yeah. Uh, by the way, just to just go ahead and, and um, talk it. I think I'm about halfway through this uh, this can of. Uh, beer. Don't force
1: it. Don't force no. it. No, no, I, I, no, it's 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 not happening. Yeah. You know, anyway. Here's something that people forget. My religion is the one true religion. Yet we've all heard that shit before. Yeah. You have a book that has not been, despite many wild claims, to have any empirical evidence backing it up. Period. End of conversation. That's it. Game over. You're done. You cannot convince a skeptic that you're relig- uh, somebody who, re- uh, specifically a skeptic, who relies on empirical data. To have their belief system changed. Okay. You cannot threaten them. With death or torture. To change their beliefs. Then they'll just start saying that they believe. But they, they won't. If you don't have the empirical data. To back up your book. Your book is not going to convince them. That's it. You're done. Okay. And you know.
3: I, I don't think it would be so bad. Like I. I, I, I don't think religion on itself. Would be such a terrible thing at a personal level. But when you create laws based on your personal belief in the Bible, when you structure a government based on religion, i.e., a theocracy, or when your culture has in it the ability to excuse. Absolute barbaric behavior. Because your God said so. That that's why we do th- that. That's why we do this. That's why other people do this. And that's why more people should do this. Is because look, if you want to believe in a personal sky daddy, go ahead. You know what? You want to do
1: the behind closed doors? Go go ahead. If you think if you're if you think your sky daddy is telling you not to eat bacon. And don't eat bacon, but don't try to force other people to have the same beliefs as you. Yeah. If you, you want your atheists, daddy
3: says I shouldn't eat bacon, we're gonna have a problem.
1: I, I mean, if people want atheists to, to stop, uh, atheist skeptics, any of the non's community, okay, all, all the the big lump bunch of non's. If if the religious side of people want them to stop saying. Well, where's your evidence? Where's your evidence? Where's your evidence? Well, stop trying to force it down their throat, and they won't ask you for evidence. Yeah, and you see,
0: just like I, what I opened with, you know, that's that's the big thing. You know, prove it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm referencing my opening. I try believe it or not, I really do try not to do that during the middle of the show.
1: Yeah, uh, but it's it, it's really appropriate for this conversation. It right is. Yeah. It is. And, and the, the worst part so about don't it don't is— no uh the, the worst part about
0: it is that we come off we come off looking like the asshole in the group, we come off looking like the the shit poster. we come off looking like the people who are just trying to pick a fight and are uh attacking religion. when we say, "Just prove it, just show me." Yeah, because those two words make all the difference in the world. Uh, p- case in point, real quickly, when uh, Bill Nye did his uh, did his uh, his debate with Ken Ham, one of the questions that came from the audience was, "What would change your mind?" Ken Ham is just like nothing everything is here in this book and it's all good and that nothing is going to change my mind because God is going to and put this on my, all my heart. And that's how it should be for all of you. And Bill Nye is just sitting there sitting back and he's kind of smiling.
1: This is like evidence. Because, because the re- big reason why he was smiling at that point was because he had won because Ken Ham had admitted at that point that he came to a debate, not prepared to debate, but prepared to preach Yeah, and therefore he was unwilling to have his uh, current stance persuaded in any way, shape, or form. So, the purpose of going to a debate is trying to convince the other party to see, at least in some way, shape, or form, your side of the argument. And if but going into that uh, debate to do so, to take that action. Part of the commitment is to agree that you have to be willing to be open enough that your opponent gets a chance to try to convince you to see their side using arguments. And if you admit that you went into it not even willing to listen to the other person, because by him saying nothing will change my mind, he's saying I'm not listening to what my opponent has to say. You have instantly lost your debate before it even began. And you go go to any go take the debate class. If you're not willing to listen to your opponent, you've lost.
0: Yeah, but the problem of it is he like you said, he wasn't there to debate. He was there to preach to the crowd. And he had a platform to do that too. And to that angle, he won because he got he got the platform and that's, that made all the difference. It wasn't about convincing anybody. It was about spreading the word
1: yeah. and the getting time, a free venue. Built my platform.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that the, I think that the congregation that was at least moderately interested in what was being said, moderately interested had to have looked at, the answer of just show me evidence and you will convince me had to have seen that and said, well, here's, here's the opportunity. Let's go ahead and let's find that evidence. Now, but
3: they know that their only piece of evidence is a book that has been torn apart and debunked so many times that
0: rat, Sorry? Right. R A T T. Refuted a thousand times. Yeah, I- exactly.
3: I mean, this is refuting the Bible to a to a theist or especially to a creationist. I mean, th- th- this was sport f- a few years ago, e- even on YouTube. You know, I it mean, still uh, is for something. Well, yeah. Um, you know, it, it got to the point where it's now it's trope the trope. It, it's like there's nothing left in the chamber that an evangelist or a creationist or a young earth creationist can throw at you that hasn't been are they're, they're out of tricks. All they do now is repeat repetition, repetition, repetition in the hopes that they can dumb down their audience to the point like, you know, that, that they can recite it like a song lyric, you know, they, they want to create the ultimate earworm, although no, sorry. <laughs> As a music lover, I, I can't do that. Um, when, when there's talk of a debate and you know how they put all these stipulations not like, well, okay, well, you have to hold it here. It has to be on this particular day and any proceeds have to go to this charity or that charity. Otherwise I won't do it. Translation. I don't have a hope in hell of winning this thing. So I better try to profit off of it as much as I can. And I'm going to use this time to evangelize and or to proselytize and evangelize my, my opinions, my views, my facts to my crowd you know look at um not too long after the uh the Billham, <laughs> Billham ken nine <laughs> wow yeah.
0: we know we know what you mean yeah but
3: you know not long after that we had um matt dillahunty versus side tim brogan kate
0: oh god now you want to okay, talk about hold, it? hold it hold it hold it hold it before anybody goes looking to, to to go. What in the hell are you talking about? I'm going to save you a lot of time and a lot of brain cells. Please, for the love of all that is good in the universe, do not go looking up the Psy Kate fiasco. I beg of you. I watched it live. I live tweeted with no illusions, amongst others at the time. Please don't. I'm serious. It is absolutely mind numbing because he is such a such a fool. Mm -hmm.
3: But but the thing that came out of that was he is a he's a presuppositional apologist, which is like to me the the slimiest of the slimy. Yeah. You know, it's word salad, it's twisting facts, it's, (laughs) it's making the English language scream in torment with some of the things he does. What I found really interesting though, is that he, he does his opening and then then it it goes to Matt and Matt says, you know what? I knew what he was going to say because I know his type that I wrote my, I wrote this out last night. On basically, plane. yeah, I basically hammered every single point that Brogan Kate had put down in his opening argument. In, in other words, it's all formula. It's all like I said, repetition. Um. I I, I want to turn this around a little bit, though. Like we're we're talking about social anxiety, and at least from the from the point of view of how a religious person sees an an atheist like us. And the, the one thing I want to get onto is um, I've been watching a few videos from the Ark Encounter recently. Why? Because I'm bored as hell. Um, well, actually, there was one. There was a, uh, I don't know if it actually was a podcast or just a video that Seth Andrews did. Uh, Seth Andrews from the Thinking Atheist radio podcast. Um, he interviewed four people that had gone to the Ark Encounter on the opening day. Uh, Aaron Raw was one of them. David Silverman from FFRF was another, and there were two others. Uh, for the life of me, I can't remember their names, but they're they're both great video personalities. And oh yeah, one of them is the um, she's one of the content managers for the Friendly Atheist blog, so she works with Hammett Meta. Um, and apparently she was recognized by Ken Ham. Uh, Ken was doing was was going around talking to people, questioning them. You know, like, uh, well, what do you think of this? This this is so all inspiring isn't it? Uh, blah, blah, blah. And apparently the second they locked eyes, um, Ken just kind of turned up his nose and walked away. Another time, same same tour, if you will, uh, and Ra was walking beside Ken Ham. And Kenny didn't notice him at first.
0: How the hell can that happen?
3: (laughs) Exactly. Uh, For those of you that are listening to the audio portion of this, uh, if you've never seen uh, R and raw in person or like on a video, uh, let's just say the guy makes an impression. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, He's a big guy. I'm taller than he is though. Um,
4: (laughs) You can't miss him.
3: Yeah. You you, you can't miss him. The the guy looks like he could be the poster child for the satanic temple. Okay. They, They could use his face. As a PR stunt, if he'd let them, and he probably would. Um, but the second Ken Ham locked eyes with him, apparently the reaction was fear. There's also been, uh, there's another guy I was listening to. Um, he's a YouTuber. I, I don't follow him too much, but um, apparently his shtick is he wears a wearable camera like Google Glass or one of the competitors. He went to the Arc Encounter. And he was wearing a baseball cap from universal studios that had to do with the Halloween, uh, hunt. He was actually escorted off the property, placed into a police car and driven back to his truck. Now the original accusation, he was filming uh video content on the Ark encounter, like their view screens and stuff which he wasn't, he went full disclosure, turned over the videos. There was nothing there. Um, then it was because he was wearing a Halloween hat, which was of course, you know, considered satanic paper, thin accusation. And what I think actually happened was, I think they knew they figured out who he was just from the fact that he's a YouTube atheist personality. And, they hate the fact that there are so many atheists going to the Ark encounter because they're, they're scared of the press. So they're like me, I'm, I'm nobody, you know, this is my only real contribution to the so-called atheist movement these days. But as you said, you've gone to a couple of conventions that people have recognized you as, you know, a a holy crap personality, which leads me to wonder. Yeah. Which leads me to wonder if I'm ever down, down South, you know, doing an on-site, and I actually have time to go see the Ark. Would one of those guys actually single me out? Like, would I be followed by a security guard? Would I be harassed? Like, that's the thing. My job puts me a lot of times in the Bible belt. I mean, I've been in the buckle of the Bible belt more times than I care to count in my six years of working there. And I, I keep, I, I keep my whole religious use things on the very down low you know, because I'm there as a representative of the company. I'm there as I'm not there as me. I'm there as the brand that I, that I'm representing. A lot of people wouldn't see that distinction. So to me, there is a bit of anxiety in that department, especially when I travel is like, is this the day that, um, that I get, you know, pulled out of line or whatever, because, I am, I'm on an atheist show, you know, am I going to be seen at? am I, am I suddenly going to like find myself in the back of a police car because I'm an atheist. And I'll tell you when Trump got elected, that was a legitimate fear I had that now I have not been in the States since he got elected. So I've only heard stories now, most of my coworkers, they haven't had a problem. Even some of the ones who are (laughs) of like, um, well, I've, I've I've got a guy who from Iran, who works with me. He's managed to make it over the border with no problem. I got another guy from Pakistan. He said no problems. Now, actually, I'm not sure if he's Pakistani or if if he if his parents are and that he was born here.
0: But what the hell? So, so uh, we'll let him read that, uh, Bridget. I wanted to come over your way uh, for a couple seconds because uh, there, there's a there's a piece. You were brought up in a very, very uh, religious uh, group. Uh, let's let's call it that. Like I said, I don't want to use the term cult for a second. Uh, okay. Just re- remind everybody what what affiliation you you were brought into at the time.
4: Church of Christ, and for those who don't know what it is, it's a very legalistic religion. It's evangelical. Um, They take everything in the Bible quite literally. They're young earth creationists. And if it's in the Bible, you don't do it.
0: Now, you you are one of the relatively few that found your way out. What was it like for you with the social circles that you had at the time? that you now are no longer part of the fold.
4: It was very awkward for me. There were a lot of things that I didn't know about the world because things were deliberately hidden from us. Uh, As far as like Sumerian civilization knew nothing about that because, uh, you know, they, they tried to shield us from any kind of knowledge like that. So as far as we knew the world was 6,000 years old, nothing existed before that. And, um, Whenever the subject of dinosaurs came up, we were told that fossils were planted by Satan to trick us. And uh, without access to Internet or outside education from other sources, I didn't know any better. And I felt stupid as hell when I started nursing school. And had been um, introduced to the concept of uh, Darwinism and uh, survival of the fittest and evolution and all that. Because I knew nothing about it nothing,
0: yeah, and uh previously we've also talked about uh some people uh and in this case very specifically women who were part of uh, and 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 it's disgusting for me to talk about because i absolutely up, uh, am am appalled by this group, the quiverful movement yeah, yeah. and uh, I thought that was the Mormons, isn't it
4: no, uh, it's an evangelical sect, um, and mine was not quite as bad as that, but along the same lines, we didn't believe in using birth control, uh, yeah, believed in, in, uh, having, you know, believed in having children, as many as God could give you, um, and women were supposed to be at the home taking care of the family, and that was our uh, duty. We were to be subordinates of men. We could not ask questions. We weren't allowed to give input into the household or anything else.
0: And uh, in in some cases, there are people who have been in the Quiverful movement who have had, um, well, uh, in in some cases, maybe 10, maybe 12 kids, if I remember right, in some cases. Mm -hmm. So let's... uh, Let's kind of uh, let's kind of think about this a second. You're female. Your job is as a brood mare, for lack of a better term for it, which I don't think there is a better term for it at that point. Right. You are you are the um, well, you're the upstairs, uh, up upstairs and downstairs maid, all wrapped up into one. Uh, you are the comfort. Woman of the place, uh, I forget what the what the socially accepted term for comfort personality is, and you you find your way out somehow or other. You find your way out of that. Ten kids that you birthed and and raised now look at you as what's wrong with you your husband who was following through now thinks that there's something wrong with you your entire isolated social circle now thinks that there's something wrong with you where does this leave people especially the these women these people who have been married for 10 15 years maybe 20 where do they end up socially with their family and their extended family and their Sect, for lack of a better way of putting it, because the sect is is basically the entirety of your social structure at that point. No,
4: yeah, it is. Um, I know that when I was just I lost my whole, you know, church family, my social circle. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was I was pretty much left on my own, and that was really scary for me at first. Because I had come to rely on all these other people from a social network because that's the way it was done.
0: And work?
4: Well, uh, mm. I mean, at least I was in the military. So at that time, um, you know, I had people who were not religious, which helped. Uh, they weren't really atheists. A lot of them were Christians. But, uh, you know, at least when I got disfellowshipped, I had my coworkers.
0: Yeah, and uh, Tech is uh, is uh, pointing out a specific item. Uh, Tech, go if, if you want to go ahead and, and say it out, because, I mean, we might as well make sure that we've got it all clear.
1: I think we've touched on it once or twice in many, like, in past episodes, many, many episodes ago, many moons ago. Uh, disfellowship is basically getting shunned, and for people who don't know what shunned is, you are treated like you don't exist. It's not that they ignore you. They're
4: dead to them, li-
1: yeah. You're you don't exist, period. You're gone, you never were.
0: Yeah, now, uh, one of the people that I had, uh, well, as I was saying, uh, who I had invited to kind of be interested in the show and would have a seat if they want that, uh, grew up with uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses. If the you words. fall, uh, if you fall away from being in the Jehovah's Witnesses, you're out your family is supposed to no longer deal with you. You're not supposed to be able to deal back with them. Unless you make a complete, you know, apology. I forget exactly what the what the terminology is for it. It doesn't really much matter. But, you know...
4: Unless you're the, restored to the church or to the faith.
0: Yeah. Which, uh, amongst other things, would probably involve uh, probably paying... Well, let's not call it a fine... Uh, let's let's call it for them it would probably be basically paying uh, back tithing that's that's probably the <laughs> nicest way of putting it because you know you've missed out on all this time so you know they, well, pay us they back. call
4: it making restitution but yeah yeah. Well, yeah
0: yeah yeah which is yeah because you know
3: god has to keep those ledgers nice and straight you know yeah, oh, that, yeah, of can't. course um but the
0: problem the problem is not just with keeping with your, 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 your family socially that way. But if you wanted to try to talk with people to, well, th- this is something that Bridget and I had, uh, had, uh, talked about briefly uh, at one point, some couple of episodes back that if, if you knew somebody who was questioning, it was, was the, uh, the, the way that I had put it, um, for instance, for for Bridget, if if there was somebody who was kind of questioning your 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 take on it, when when I was kind of posing that was, no, it, it it a it just doesn't happen, right, right, and uh, and b if somebody did, you've already got the programming that says no, no 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 you you know you're not allowed to do this you're not allowed to even think of this that's bad that's the way to hell and keeps you all away from it. It's quite effective too. So here's uh, here's the piece, and like I was like I was saying once before, if that person who is questioning is you, is it even possible to discuss with these people while you're in the questioning phase? Nope. <laughs> and then you're out, and you know that you're out because you're just I I, I can't follow this anymore. I can't be part of this. Well, how do you talk to these people that were once your friends and family to convince them that they're in the wrong and that you're right and they should be questioning?
4: You can't. I mean, you can try, but they have the same programming you had of, you know, la, 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 I can't hear you and, and this is awful and they recoil away from it and they just won't even entertain the notion
0: now that's that's dealing with people who have a vested interest in staying part of that fold so now let's kind of take this outside a little bit further people who just are in whatever whatever faith they're in general christianity could be could be almost anything could be baptist could be presbyterian doesn't matter but they've got a lower form of uh, a, a pardon me, a less generous form of what we're talking about. It's the they're not real. They're not part of our collection. So you really shouldn't be you know questioning hard because they're just. What's the nicest way that they would put it? Um, they're they've they've not heard the the word, they've not accepted what would be the nicest way that you've, you've heard anybody say it? Cause Catholics are usually of, well, you know, every, everybody else is just an offshoot of us. And they, they've just fallen away and they, they should really just come back to the fold. Preferably under the, you know what? I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to say that. Yeah. The, the, the Lord.
3: Oh, sorry. The, the, the church. No, no, sorry. The Lord needs more golden candlesticks. You know, that's why they want you there. Wow.
0: Dude, talking about taking a, a photon torpedo across the front bow. Hey, Damn. look, look. I grew up, the, the church I grew up in
3: was Spartan, to say the least. Not a lot of, uh, it wasn't very ornate. A lot of good stained glass windows, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I know exactly where you were going with that. oh
0: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry Joey, you know exactly where I'm going. How? ho! You, you you knew I was going. You.
4: Well,
0: our but I had, was
4: not very ornate either, but it wasn't allowed to be.
3: Yeah, but you see the thing is I um I was in Halifax um a few years ago, or, well, quite a few years ago now. I'm sorry. <clears throat> well, actually a lot of history in that place. A lot of um well, a, a lot of history concerning a uh, munitions ship that exploded
0: and killed an awful lot of people. <laughs> um, All right. Uh, just before you do, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. Joey, I figured I'd give you an opportunity to say good night to everybody. Cause you're going off, take care of yourself and get some rest, man. And stay warm, please. Your mic's off. Don't worry about it. Just go, just go. Yeah.
3: Good night. Just go anyways. Um, all right. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So I had, uh, I was there on, like I was there with the, uh, with the Navy Navy league cadet corps. So I got to tour like the, the shipyards and everything, but we were there over the weekend. And of course on Sunday being good little soldiers that we were, we had to go to church and the church we ended up going to because our captain was Catholic we ended up going to a Catholic church. And I will say that in terms of trappings, like things in the church, this was quite possibly one of the most ornate and dare I say, ostentatious places I'd ever seen. And that left an impression on me that the whole tithe thing, you know, it, it's got nothing to do with, you know, saving your soul or, or purchasing salvation. It was the fact that apparently, now again, this is this is the impression of like a fourteen year old kid, that the uh, the Catholic Church system were a whole bunch of um, it, it was a it was a uh, phallus measuring contest. How 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 um how much can we pimp this church? You know, can, can we have gold this brass that, um, you know, enough candles to violate a thousand fire codes, um, you know, the the the, the carpeting, the 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 other decorations. Like I, I'm talking stuff that just it just screamed, I'm rich. And that has actually stuck with me. I've been to a few other Catholic churches where it's not been so uh, ornate, but that's always stuck with me is that you can tell, you can tell a Catholic church by just how over the top rich it looked.
0: You know? No, you're, 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 you're right on the money, man. And, and forgive me for using the expression. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, I was actually looking through uh, various, uh, religious supply houses online and i found a thing that was supposed to hold uh, the the big communion wafer Mm -hmm. big one yeah with a gold stuff that was like literally you know fanning out all around the thing with a with a you know chalice handle and a a, a big footed base and i'm looking at this thing and it was thirty thousand dollars no lie and that was one of the middle range priced items. Thirty, 30 grand thousand. US. And I saw one that was uh that was for closer on to 7075 grand. And again, be, because they can. Uh, because apparently they none can. of them ever, yeah. Apparently
3: none of them ever watched Indiana Jones and in the um Oh hell, what was the What was the the last crusade Mm. and I quote, that looks like the cup of a carpenter. (laughs) It's it's like, it's, it's, it's so strange that, you know, in the media, you know, it's always portrayed like, Oh, you know, they're, they're humble. They're, you know, the, the real God stuff isn't, isn't gold. It's, it's wood. It's, it's basic. It's simple because, you know, you must be humble. And I have a real hard time when a preacher tells me that, you know, I must be humble and chaste and, um, you know, not not purchase expensive things. When the dude is wearing a suit worth more than I make in two years worth of salary. Yeah, there are two words I could use for that, which I'm going to have to save for another show. Yeah, fair enough. We, we've done pretty good tonight so far. <laughs>
1: well, you know, a regular word you could use is called hypocrite. I'm a big fan of that word. Yeah, it just,
3: <clears throat> but again, a lot of these people, you know, when it comes to multi-syllable words, um,
0: you know, oh, uh, derailing a little bit. Don't go too far, because I was about to say, I was going to try to find a way of using the term polysyllabic, and and now you're just completely ruined it, so keep going.
1: <laughs> Poly
3: what? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so over the holidays, um, spend a lot of time with family great time you know we don't uh but the only time we, but the only time the politics comes out is when the wine comes out <laughs> yeah um talking with talking politics with my brother who is um he's a little on the conservative side although uh, not not to the point that he won't at least listen to another point of view
0: he's not rabid
1: right um so in other words he wouldn't have voted for Trump
0: well, he can't. He's a Canadian citizen. Yeah. Um,
3: I, I think he, he thinks more of it as, um, you know, the stuff we've already talked about. You know, like, yeah, guys, the, you, you know the reason why he got elected. And he, he knows why he got elected. But it's another story. Another, another show. I don't have cable. I don't have TV. You know, I've got my Netflix. I've got streamers and all that stuff. But I don't have, like, network television. They're flipping channels looking for a Christmas movie because why not? And I see an infomercial that I thought was dead. You mentioned him earlier tonight, Shujin Peter Popoff. Other and his sacred blessed water.
0: Okay, uh by the way, uh it's. It was said earlier tonight that we've been very good about uh, keeping keeping our our language. I almost made an oopsie. I almost yeah. just made an oopsie.
3: Yeah, I'm watching this and I'm trying as hard as I can not to laugh. I'm more out of the. It's more of that shock laugh. You know, we're just like, okay, look. Um, there was a great YouTuber uh, many years ago. His name was D.P.R. Jones. I think his stuff is still up. Um, he went after Pop-Off on this very thing but we are talking almost a decade ago and actually it it says a lot about, um, you know, the kind of impact a YouTuber has when it comes to, um, making a difference because, well, because this guy verbally dismantled, you know, everything to do with pop off, uh, even tried to, you know, spoof him a little bit. And he's still pulling the same scam after all this time.
1: Oh, well, yeah, because it works because people forget.
3: Well, and again, a lot of I would dare say a lot of uh, pop audience are not YouTube watchers, or if they are, it's cat videos.
0: You know what? Hold on a second, Tech. Uh, I, I think that you, uh, you I think you're on the right angle, but I don't think that you're, you're quite right. It's not a matter that people forget, I think. And and this is something that Joseph would probably say, uh, would, would agree with, that these people want to believe. There's that. Do, do,
1: do, do, do.
3: Yeah, well, there's that too. I mean, there's the... Well, what was it I, I've said before? You know, financially, when you hit that desperation point where you're reading all the woo books, you're reading the secret, your Deepak Chopra, because you're looking for that tiny sliver, that glimmer of hope. Even if the common sense part of your mind is screaming to turn away, there's a comfort in that. Even if it's a false hope, there's still a comfort in it because anything has to be better than the situation you're in. You know, I've been there. I've been to that point where, you know, they say, you know, is your, are your money problems keeping you up at night? Yeah. They kept me up for weeks at a time, you know,
1: yeah. Well, here, donate 10% of your, uh, what you do have to us and we'll tell you everything's going to be all right.
3: Well, thankfully I never got into, I I never got that far because, um, (laughs) you know, it's like, okay, so you want me to donate 10% of nothing to a church that's going to pray for me depending on how much money I give, which is 10% of nothing. <laughs> High logic. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't exist. But reading things like the secret where, you know, like if you, if you believe in it
1: real hard, it, it'll come true. Yeah. Or uh, You know, something's I, I, getting hard and something's coming.
0: Yeah. By the way, you guys who are over in the over in the chat, you know for well that I'm reading everything that you guys are putting in there, even if I'm not typing the whole time. But there is an item over here that needs to come out. TDTF, sucker born every minute.
1: <laughs> no, no, there, no. With the population growth of the of the world, it's now every second.
3: Well, the other line that he has: depression makes religious seem viable.
4: Bingo. Yeah, and <laughs> and
1: uh, there's. What were you gonna say,
4: Bridget? So, so, yep, pretty much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I, and I hear that at work now too, because uh, you know, I struggle with depression and have been pretty open about that. And a coworker of mine tells me that I'm under attack by demons, and I just need to pray harder.
3: Okay, that's that's pushing it, but I mean, even when I was in the hospital, not this, not this last big stint I had, but the time before that, where you know the um, where I told them. I don't need a freaking spiritual advisor to come in, but yet this one particular Lutheran evangelical would come in and talk to me. And I'm pretty sure that if he'd seen me while I was, you know, down for two months, uh, if he'd managed to catch me at some of those low points, I, th- I could see where, um, Wanting to be able to pray your, your pain away. Wanting to just, you know, g- give it up to God. I, I can see where that has an appeal. Especially if That's you're, right. if you're at your, if you're at your weakest point. But you know what or I found? That didn't work. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah. What I found afterwards is when I took control of my life and I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to. This is my plan. This is my plan to get out of my financial situation. This is my plan to, uh, either get a better job or increase my marketability so that they'll be forced to pay me a raise. This is my social plan to not be a hermit. You know, it took, it it took a couple of years, but I'll tell you the satisfaction I felt when I got that phone call saying, by the way, you're debt free. Or the phone call that I got saying, "Hey, we're all going out for coffee later on. You want to go?" Or my boss uh, at the time saying, "You know, well, we've we're really impressed with the, with the work you're doing. Uh, we're not going to pay anymore, but you know, attaboy. a boy,
0: you take what you can get." <clears throat> yeah, but uh, the the thing about this sucker born in every minute, depression makes religion seem viable. We've heard the uh, – well, mo- most people have heard the exchange that uh, Richard Dawkins had with uh, with one uh, gentleman. I-, I forget if he was Irish, Scottish, British. I-, I forget exactly what it was. But he basically said – and, and I'm, I'm, I'm loosely translating – are you saying that I, who have been a loyal member of my church – for 50 60 years of my life was duped. I, again I'm 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 very very much uh paraphrasing you're condensing the whole thing. Yeah that that that's basically it. And Richard Dawkins in, in the gentlest possible way, because there is no easy way out of this one, basically said, look, you're a pro-, again I'm paraphrasing, you're a product of the society that you were born into mm-hmm. which which co- again comes back into my thing of you were taught wrong it's not your fault that you were taught wrong, but you were taught wrong by a society that was themselves taught wrong yeah
3: and and yeah, you actually just hit what I was about to say
0: um. Well, you no, know, it's only it, fair. You boy already eat enough stuff. It's only fair. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. Um. I, I
3: wonder if, like, I, I'm not going to claim this, but I, I'm actually curious if the reason, like, you know, Bridget had the problems she did with leaving religion, and the other stories we hear, not not so much from like the the big institutional ones, like the JWs or the Mormons and stuff like that, where they You know, there's, there's some financial and cultish elements to it, but I wonder if the reason that there is such a backlash like that has less to do with, we're trying to save your soul and more like, what if like, okay. So, you know, your best friend in the church, you, you decide you're an atheist now, or you, you, you come to that conclusion that, you know, this is all BS you walk away and that friend of yours suddenly gets, you know, angry, starts yelling, screaming at you. Is it more Is it because that they're worried for your soul or are they having the same thing is like, Oh my, you know, Oh my God, what if, what if they're right? What if I have been duped all this time? You know, like, like, Think about what happens when you get, when you have a practical joke played on you or when you're tricked into something, it's humiliating. It's angering or agitating, depending on, you know, the nature of it. Now imagine you're 40, 50 years old. You've been following the church all your life. And, you know, like this guy said, are you saying that I was duped all these years? Like that is... That, that cannot feel overly comfortable. And I, and I think like, if you come into it on your own, when you say like, yeah, you know what, this is BS, you know, Seth Andrews talks about, you know, like I was this, I was that for so many years, you know, what kind of an idiot was I, you know, he, he's been able to compartmentalize it and say, you know what? Yeah, this happened. This was my life. It's not my life anymore. Now what I'm, what did, can, what what can I do with the time I have left?
1: He even did one where he got up and gave a presentation to a crowd, uh, and he called it uh, "Religion made me talk like an idiot." Yeah,
3: I, I saw that one, and and mm-hmm. but that's what I mean is like it's it's got to be a t- it would have to be a tough thing to swallow. It, it would be like, and, and again, I I think this is why people like Popoff and them are still able to keep going, even though. Like they get absolutely humiliated, a la James Randi. Excuse me. They get exposed. They get you know they're shown to be a scam. And yet now here we are, ten years later, and this sucker is still on the screen doing the exact same thing it was before. Nah, it, you now it, 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 it's even worse than that, man. Yeah, but I think For it has more off, to do with. But I, I think it has more to do with the fact that people just they don't want to entertain the fact or that they don't even want to think of the amount of humiliation they would personally feel if, if it was revealed to them that they had been lied to all these years. And even though the facts are out there and it's been exposed, they still continue it because, well, it's, it's still my warm fuzzy and I don't want to deal with the fact
0: that I've been conned.
1: Don't kick my puppy.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've, we've used that one before. Um, damn, I'm, forgive me. Uh, it, I'm also jotting down a couple of quick notes for myself. Uh, I'm I'm not sending it through the the group chat for us for what I want to finish with, but uh, I may I may kick pu- I I may end up kicking a puppy. Uh, and and for the person that will figure it out when I when I say it. I'm sorry. Steal some goods and I'm, go for the uprights. No, it, it's <laughs> it. What I'm going to end up. What I'm going to end up closing with. Uh, I, I, they. Nobody knows what I'm what I'm going to be saying, and nobody knows whose puppy is going to be or what the puppy is. Uh, and and I, I really, really, really hope that I, I don't really kick somebody's puppy. That was that was Miss Ashley, wasn't it? With the with the don't kick my puppy. Yes, it was because yeah. her and her and Bobby. Um, yeah.
4: Or was uh, that Miss Susie?
0: Um you know what? It doesn't matter. It's the two of them. They you get the two of them drunk, it doesn't matter. Is it's all the same. <laughs> it's all the same people. It really is. And and I can get away with saying that because uh I was there and uh? they were drunk, weren't they? Oh yeah. Oh yes. Anyway, um, God, uh, I wanted to, uh, I don't want to tip my hand on what I'm going to say, but I, I feel like I, I, sh- I, I should, you know what? Let me, l- I kind of allowed us to go down this, this portion of a rabbit hole a little bit because I, I wanted, to, I, I started to get an idea as to what I was going to say to kind of pull that together, but I, I I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do my close. And I'm going to make it quick because I, I think that um, you guys need to to have the opportunity of closing it all out uh, without me closing it properly. Um, Popoff was exposed in the '80s with a, a a scanner, a radio scanner that picked up him getting stuff beamed into his ear from his wife. PD, can you hear me? If you can't, you're in trouble. Famous words at this point, and it was James Randi who did it. The mm-hmm. amazing James Randi, amazing not just because of who he is or what he's done, but because he's f- fucking older than God right now, and and you know, cool on him for that. Uh, let me uh, let me tell you where I was going. Walmart. No snake oil these people are no better than the snake oil peddler from passmaquoddy and some people actually get that reference and you are my people it's people who want to win At something because they are hoping against hope for the big payout for the big mega millions bingo challenge that maybe just maybe beyond hope and reason that maybe just maybe they will end up getting this one time because they're so down. What's the worst that could possibly happen? Let me go ahead and spend the $2 that I've got for a a ticket to ride that maybe just maybe I can get out of all of this. Even though that two bucks could have maybe gotten me mass transit back and forth to somewhere that could have gotten me help with training or a soup kitchen or, or something, anything. And these these people thrive on that. And that's not the most disgusting part of it. Although it is disgusting these people like pop off absolutely churn me on the inside. Like you wouldn't believe, but the thing that hurts the most of it all is that we can see it from the outside. Now we have the crystal that's turned clear on our palm. We are the ones who are outside the matrix. Now we're the ones who are no longer beholden to a, if then statement in our programming we're outside of all of that and we can actually say look it's wrong and we can't get that message through except to maybe one in a hundred maybe one in a thousand but we keep trying And it it hurts. And this is one of the few times I'm actually going to go ahead and cry. And this is not the alcohol talking. Because we were the ones who were there and we got lucky. We got lucky because a lot of us didn't know. And we are trying. We are trying so terribly hard to reach that one in a hundred or one in a thousand. We're trying to be that social anchor for people. And we're just out there with our handout and saying, just just trust me beyond all the training that you've been given. Just, Just trust me. I don't normally get this riled up on stuff, and like I said, this is not uh, this is not alcohol talking because I've been far and away. I've imbibed a hell of a lot more alcohol than what I got at this point. Like I said, I've got maybe half a can, and and I can't I can't drink any more of this. And yeah, it's it's not. So um, and and uh, TDTF is making reference to Pascal's wager. Maybe, maybe we should uh, maybe we should talk about that again sometime. Uh, I'm going to turn off my mic at this point. Uh, who, who, uh, Tech, you want to uh, uh, you want to say whatever your piece is at this point?
1: Um, <coughs> just remember, you know, one of the things is is just question things. Don't be afraid to ask a question. If somebody tries to make you afraid or tries to put you down for asking a question, um, stand your ground. Seriously, stand your ground. Um, I had a friend asking me um, long while well back about, you know, um, we were talking about our experiences in elementary school, high, junior high and high school. And one of the things that I was not afraid to do is I was not afraid to ask a question when the teacher made a statement in class. And sometimes the kids would laugh. Sometimes you hear the occasional (laughs) dumbass, you know, and things like that. And my friend would say, uh, had told me that when they were in school, they would never raise their hand because they didn't want to get laughed at. So they just assumed that everybody else knew the answer and it was obvious, you know, uh, the answer must be something simple and obvious because nobody else had a problem with it. So just him. And, um, you know, it, 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 it made us into very different people with how we approach to life. He let his uh, fear in that respect rule him. Don't be afraid to ask. Don't, be, don't sit down when you're, you're told to shut up and sit down. You know, ask the questions. If you really, really want to know. Ask Because if you come across a scientist or a physicist or a doctor or any of those people, they're going to try to take the time to explain it. If you have the foundation for it, that's even better. If you don't, maybe it's time to go get the foundation. But the other people, the people who want you to think a particular way, who don't want you asking questions, they will always be there to shoot you down. ignore them
0: uh, for what it is for I'm, I'm not trying to step on you or anything i, I was going to type it but i couldn't I, I couldn't type it quick enough uh yeah. i'm trying to remember what the uh what the statement was uh something something to the effect of um i would much rather have the question that cannot be answered versus the answer that cannot
1: be questioned basically um you- you know, there's also uh, Richard Feynman, uh, one of my personal favorites, is basically he would rather live in a universe where he doesn't have all the answers for everything rather than having accepted an answer that, you know, is more than likely false.
0: Okay. Uh, Dylan?
3: I feel fortunate that I wasn't brought up in a church where the Bible was constantly pounded over our heads. Like I hear a lot of down in the South. What really broke it for me was the first time I ever heard of that infamous verse from Leviticus about how gays should be um, stoned or put to death, basically. That's actually what shifted. That, that's what shook my, uh, I'd, I'd say the last piece of my core belief because I'd met by this time, I would met a few gay people who were cool. You know, granted we had a, We had a bit of a difference between, you know, who our uh, preferred intimate partner was, but whatever, you know, here, here people, they are, they're teachers, they are accountants, they are, they're, they're whatever. And because of who they love, this God that I followed for almost my entire life at that point says that they should be killed. Whereas a mass murderer who accepts Christ, um, I think Jeffrey Dahmer did that. He's going to be, quote unquote, seated at the right hand of the Father because even though he killed and ate people, he accepted Christ, so he's okay. Up until that Leviticus quote, I was okay in my belief, but that one crack led me to start questioning. And thankfully I was in a situation, I was in a, I was in a place in my life where I could question without fear of reprisal. And this is really where I, I kind of shake my head, you know, Somebody who's brought up in the Bible belt suddenly has that one question of faith where the reality of life makes such an impact on what they think, what they have been brought up to believe all their lives. Um, suddenly that is called into question. And like I said, I had the ability to go deeper. I had the ability to explore. I had friends who were already on this so-called outside who were ready to uh, to teach me or at least at the very least point me in the right direction to get the answers I was looking for. And we, we've talked about this before about, you know, if someone does have that question of faith or that crisis of faith you know, who can they turn to? And I think with a lot of people in the atheist world, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say community because let's face it, we really aren't. But I think a lot of people out there, a lot of personalities like us, like the barroom atheist, like um, Bobby C and Miss Ashley. I think we need to do more. We, we need to basically say, you know what, we're here. And so that people who do have that question can, you know, look up on Google. I'm having a crisis of faith. What do I do? And suddenly one of us pops up, you know, and if we get that email, if we somehow get that, that message that says, Hey, look, you know, I just listened to your show or whatever. Um, I'm having this crisis right now. I need help. Like to me, that should be like a drop all get on it because some of us, like you, Bridget, you've been there. Yeah. You've been where like, oh my God, I'm awake. Who can I turn to? You know, especially in tight knit communities. I, I, I want us to be that. <clears throat> I'm not saying that we have to be, you know, suddenly the caregivers. That we have to, you know, that that people like Dawkins and Harris and and Dennett and all those other people are going to be the the be all end all, like you know the the so called gods we pray to, which none of us do. But I've said it before: like we should be ready to stretch out our hand and say, you know what? Don't be afraid. I'm not saying I'm not saying that they should trust us but that we should be willing to answer answer their questions and hope for the best because we, we may supply them with the right answer and they may decide to go back to the faith because of social pressure or whatever but at least you tried you know like I'm saying don't, don't trust me but let me show you how I arrived at my conclusion See if it works for you, you know, at the very least, take a moment, take that, take one more step. That's all I'm asking. One more step, open that crack in your armor just a little bit more. It's going to be scary, but in the end, you'll feel better. And I think that's what, I think one of the biggest stigmas we have with with atheism these days is are the, the firebrands. You know, everybody says, oh, we, we should be firebrand atheists. We should tell them to their face that they're stupid and rah, rah, rah. That's why we are the baby-killing, misogynist, sexist, racist, uh, pedophilic, Um, did I miss anything? Degenerate. Yeah, that's why fabulous. we are. Yeah, that is why we are every single fear-based pejorative term in the eyes of the religious, I'm not saying firebrand atheist, do, atheism doesn't have a place. It does, but you know, it, it doesn't that it provides the initial, the initial blow that creates the crack. But then after that, when somebody wants to explore a little bit further, you know, props to you, Mr. Silverman props to you, all the other loudmouth people out there, it's time for you to go away and fight another battle. It's time for the gentle hand, you know you've done your job you you've you've opened up you've created the crack in the armor now it's our
0: turn. I'm such a softie <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that and uh Bridget, I guess you get the last uh, you get the last one, Melissa
4: well, I don't really have anything to add to that um, I agree with Dallin. Yay! <laughs> Somebody agreed
0: with me. <laughs> all right. Oh my god, my voice is so shrunk. Well, I'm sure that uh, wrath of grapes is probably not helping whatsoever. Anyway, as always, everybody, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, as always, hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and have something to think about for yourselves at this point. Uh, first off, of course, uh, I want to uh, I want to thank Joey for sticking it out for as long as he did. Uh, being cold and such like this is definitely not been easy on him, and we we know full well. So uh, you, it, I know full well you're not listening at this point, and if you are, you should be in bed. goddammit. it! So <laughs> you uh, take care of yourself, man. That's uh, that's what we're really most important. Uh, I especially want to thank the guys that have been listening and typing to us over there on the live chat. Uh, I want to especially thank uh, TDTF Pod. Uh, in particular, at the moment, because uh, Dallin, while you were talking about your piece, uh, TDTF had gone ahead and made a reference to something that uh, I think we're going to have to investigate—the uh, Oasis Network. Hmm. Now, I do not know anything about them other than what came up on a Google search, so uh, I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to push the group information at this moment. Because I got nothing to go off of other than the the real quick uh, flippy that I got. So uh, I will investigate that. Thank you for uh, uh, bringing it to my attention. I knew nothing about this. So uh, all of you guys who are listening in and typing, thank you. So Felis, Tripp, and TDTF. I don't know who else is over there at the moment. Uh, actually, is there a way for me to see? Oh, yes, participants. There is a way. Uh, no, I, I named everybody that's there. so. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, if, I don't have. If you
4: want information on OASIS. So you might want to contact Margaret Downey.
0: See, y- y- you give me stuff. I not going to remember. I, after um, we get done,
3: I, I did Doug. go to the site and I, I do like their, um, they have a statement of core values. If I could just take a second, our core values. And I quote, people are more important than beliefs. Reality is known through reason meaning comes from making a difference human hands solve human problems of course when we finally meet our extraterrestrial species they're gonna have to change that one
2: Hmm.
3: and this one (sighs) sorry Uh, uh hi nail hammer bang okay be accepting and be accepted that's that says a lot here um They've been featured in Time Magazine. They've been featured on The Atlantic. Uh, oh, wow. They've even got a couple of... Um, yeah, they got, they've actually got two Toronto branches.
0: Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's, we will... Yeah, I'm going to look at this a little bit further. Yeah, I, I definitely will do that uh, also. Uh, not immediately after the show, because okay. I'm... I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to bow out relatively early, because uh, if there's one thing that I've learned, um, getting into emotional points uh, drains me very, very, very quickly. You'd be surprised how many spoons you got left or not after even something as small as this. Welcome to humanity. Yeah. So, Unrito Tech, good to have you back, man. You take care of yourself. Safe travels out there. I remember what the traffic around the D.C. area is like. Just just be real careful, man.
1: Yeah, it gets horrible. And, you know, at these temperatures, you see a wet spot. It's more than likely ice.
0: Especially with the temperatures is what they are. So, as always, thanks for being with us, man. I appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Thank you.
0: Bridget, glad that you were able to make it. On, and uh, also especially glad that, you know, you have not come down with anything at this point. You, yeah. of of all of us, I worry a little bit more about. Yes, I know you don't yeah, deal yeah. with actual patients now, but still.
4: Yeah, I still have a propensity to get sick, and if I do get uh, the flu, it usually ends up turning into pneumonia, and yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> See, th- this is why I got my flu shot this week.
4: I got mine, too. I don't yeah.
3: Know. <coughs> Yeah, well, yeah. for me, it's kind of a requirement these days, considering, you know, I'm, I'm missing a particular organ nowadays.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah. So, so, anyway.
1: Somebody yeah, cut yeah. your testicles off?
0: Later, later. That's about my please, ex-wife. Thank you for your time. You take care of yourself. And, uh, uh, yes, um, Bridget, uh, li- like I said, uh, Bridget and I were uh, discussing the possibility of a, a very soon-to-happen show uh, fair warning, I did, I did, uh, I did tell Bridget, and she will, she will back me up on this one. I did say that very likely we're going to end up running a three-hour show at that point. Yeah. So I no uh, think I got a new coffee maker. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> um, so everybody knows I will give fair warning ahead of time when this one is going to happen, uh, because. Um livid is uh, is about the, the right way of putting it. And uh chances are we're probably gonna have to uh for the audio part, we'll probably want to try to break it up into a two-parter. Probably. And this is gonna be a first if that ends up happening. So um when when this happens, Bridget, just thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and uh Dallin, um, unfortunately that's gonna mean that uh you're gonna have uh you're gonna have extra duty to do on that one. Sorry. If we can get some kind of audio cue audio cue into it so that I know where to split it, you
1: know, oh, so yeah. I'm not like I, splitting
3: I mean. halfway through the speech or whatever, not a big deal. Just no, splitting I
1: it wherever I start snoring.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, first 15 minutes and then 3 hours after that. That's great.
3: Oh yeah, the yeah, the, the the audio software's going to love me for that. I I tried to, I actually tried to cut a three hour show one time, um, with extra, you know, with like extra audio tracks and a few other things. And let's just say that's one of the reasons I decided to finally upgrade my computer because I've never had that program
1: blue screen on me before that show did it. That's why I highly recommend cutting the cheese instead. It's so much softer.
0: Alan thank you Are very you. much for your time and uh you uh you you st- I, I was gonna say stay warm, but uh, right now you're the, you've got the warmest climate of all of us I think <laughs> yeah
3: in 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 response to text a little comment there you know it's a good thing I just love what I do because honestly, I don't think you could pay me enough for <laughs> putting up with this kind of crap <laughs> speaking of this kind of crap thank yes. you for all of what you do for us yes shameless um yeah, just recently updated the the audio site over at HolyCrapTheVlogCast.com. uh for my musings that maybe don't exactly fit into the scope of the show. You can catch me over at uh, tiger in the wind in 5ca And the reason my voice is sounding a little bit rough has very little to do with the wine that I'm drinking tonight, although that might have something to do with part of it. But I've actually spent the day recording uh, quite a bit today. Um Again, this is going to a project that I've not released yet. Uh, I want to get a few more pieces done before I let everybody know. But uh, needless to say, this is this one's been a long time coming. I've been meaning to do this for over a year. Would have done it earlier this year, but well, or er, earlier last year, <clears throat> but um, life and the great God Murphy just kind of said <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so but who knows maybe by next week i'll be able to say something about it
0: Fair enough. uh and uh by the way tripping uh tripping uh over in the text chat it said uh, let's try and down a mini bottle of red label and turn red again should be halfway yeah i i i still have my little bottle of uh of black it's 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 gone i finished it that night i think that's Man, actually, know, I, uh, wait a second. That's, this is this is three episodes in a row that I've had some alcohol to drink, isn't it? Yeah, I do the same.
3: Yes, it's, it's the same for me. I've, I've had at least one beer, um, on these shows tonight. I had, of course, my 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 wine and a mug of beer.
0: Yeah, Just, and you know. uh, last week I uh, I killed a bottle of wine. Uh, I had half a can of Sapporo to try it. And we wasn't the week before that, that it was a uh, hitch. No, it was two weeks before that, I think. Yeah. Cause I didn't make it to that show. Yeah. Ah, whatever. You know what? Fine. So I'll, so for this year, I've got, uh, I've got uh, two shows for the year and um, I've got uh, alcohol for the last two for new year's and oh, whatever. We'll figure it from there. Anyway, so I'm running, out of, uh, I'm running out of juice, and uh, and I'm knowing it. So thank you all for being with us. I hope that you had to yourselves a, a, a good time. we we'll would be looking forward to talking with you again next week. Uh, as always, if you would like to uh, subscribe to the audio-only podcast, as Dallin mentioned, tick swing over to holycrapthevlogcast.com. You can get the link right from over there, as well as all of our social links. If you'd like to send a voicemail message, the phone number is 859 hctv 554 859 4288 554. And uh, we'll be more than happy to uh, take that on. If you are interested in donating to the show, feel free to take a swing over to patreon.com slash hctv. Yes, that one I do have it for. Uh, there is some other one I've forgotten off the top of my head. Uh, it was brought to my attention recently that we don't have the actual recording times listed on the website and i did not realize that wait so, what uh, yeah uh th- you you remember how we've got the graphic that uh you know that we have on on the business cards that uh, show that you know we're recorded live to on the uh, studio audience and all that whatever the hell it is uh we don't actually have the uh the the time listed on the website easily huh. To find. Okay. So we have to uh, we we have to kind of make a little a uh, little bit of modification to the to the website. So I we're going to get around yeah. to that. Okay. Uh, so a person that pointed that out, thank you. Uh, did did it, one of those things that we've we've been doing this now for? Shit, it's three years, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Damn. Uh, it Just completely over our heads. Didn't even realize it. Wow. Damn. <laughs> You'd think that we'd know this guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well but, uh,
0: okay, if it's taken
3: this long, it, it's probably a good indication that um we definitely have, I would say, a core of followers. It's not a true. very big core, but I appreciate I love I love that fact that we have a core. That could be it, that we're just not we're not getting, you know, the, the massive amounts of hits that um you know other sites are getting, so they wouldn't be able to take care of that or they wouldn't be able to see this. Uh I got the site pulled up right now. I, after we're done here, I'll work on it.
0: Uh, okay, don't don't go too terribly crazed i I, I know whatever uh and by the way you've got uh, questions over in the text chat uh so the um we will see about updating that thank you guys for uh being part of us and for those of you that um had uh, a little something to say uh and somebody uh, i'm not you know what i'm not gonna bother scrolling back somebody basically said in the in the chat don't apologize for being a decent human being. I'm semi paraphrasing. Thank you. You really have no idea how much that means to hear. So, for now, we will uh, catch up with all of you guys a little bit later. Uh, I've got a couple projects that I'm working on. With any luck, I will have something done before the uh, before the end of the month. It's got nothing to do with any of this. it's stupid it's it's fan service sort of, but it it's not that kind of never mind <laughs> later i'm 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 running I'm running on empty right now and Jackson Brown is playing through my head. <laughs> this is not a good moment right now. I gotta get the hell out of here. Thank you for being part of all this as always for all of you, we will see you next week. I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. Happy New Year. Safe travels. And of course, as always, for my lady. Twelve plus years on, I am still in love with you. Matere <noise> Fujin. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Till the next time we'll get together, everyone. As always.
3: Good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment on the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Google Plus pages. Theme music provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. On behalf of all of us here, thank you
1: for listening.